Hello, my friends. I'm Pastor Padrone, and I'm here with Nasty Nick and the Noob. We are coming at you from the home of 724 Cigars. This is the only podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twin Smoke Shop, New England's premier cigar bar, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. And we are Not Just Blowing Smoke. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, and be sure to follow us on Twitter at NJBS Podcast and at Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. All right. Well, Pablo Maduro had plans and couldn't be with us tonight. But uh, like I said in the intro, we have uh, Nasty Nick here and Dave the Noob. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. Loving it. How's your week been, Dave? Been very busy. Been really busy. Been learning a lot. A lot of learning. A lot of smoking. <laughs> oh, you got to know what you're smoking if you're trying to sell them, baby. Yep. That's right. That's How right. You? How are you doing, Nick? I'm doing very good. At this moment, I'm kind of running between two shows, as you guys know. I do. So popular. I'm I, just I'm, on so many different podcasts. I'm, I can't even remember <laughs> the last time I sat down. Yes, I know. <laughs> uh, so, yes, I love to go. Earlier, I left to go record with the Cigar Hacks. I haven't seen those guys in like a month because mm. they've been off and doing their thing yeah. and um, recording in other places. And my loyalty is to the head of work first. So, um, but I, they had the opportunity to have me on today, and I recorded with them tonight. And then from there, I ran from Plastow over back to Londonderry, and I'm recording with you guys now. So, yeah. I'm uh, I'm in the hot seat. So, well, we're uh, glad you're here. I'm glad and, I'm here uh, too. Uh, this is going to be a good night, people. Um, we are starting off uh, our cigar review uh, this week with the uh, Perdomo 20th Anniversary Maduro in the uh, Epic Year. That's their uh, Toro size. It's a 6x56 it uh, cigar, and it's a uh, Cuban Seed Sun Grown Maduro wrapper, and then Nicaraguan binder and filler. And uh, this has been one of my favorite Perdomos for a long time. Of course, one of the reasons we chose this is because Nick Perdomo is going to be here this coming Thursday, and we're Absolutely. wicked pumped about it. So this is kind of our pre-Perdomo pump. Yes. Smoking one of his uh, favorite cigars, or one of my favorite cigars of his, the uh, uh, 20th anniversary of Maduro. This cigar, to me, is like smoking chocolate. Yeah. It is a very chocolatey cigar, very earthy very rich. It's got a nice amount of spice to it. Tons of smoke. It's the, the, great the, the richness from uh, from this cigar is astonishing. Mm. And um, I, I forgot, I can't really quote Roy, but I remember when he was in here and he was just kind of giving us the run through of all the cigars and the age and everything. This one is right underneath. I think this one is... Uh, six to eight years of age on it because mm -hmm. it's right underneath the 12 year age um, that you have with the 12 year vintage mm -hmm. um, and this is spectacular I, I really love the cigar in the Maduro it's, it smokes for a long time really slow burning uh, the construction is, is phenomenal and like you said the, the earthy tones and you get a little bit of that spice and it's it, the chocolate and espresso tones that share that is yes. just fantastic yeah, there's definitely some espresso tone with this too. 
It's very, very good. Very creamy. Creamy, yeah. You like it's very smooth. Ooh, it's a very smooth very cigar. Um, and a lot of smoke too. Sorry to cut you off. No. Um, and a lot of you know a lot of people and uh, Dave, you'll you'll see that from a lot of uh, a lot of customers that will come in that you'll encounter. They'll ask for you know oh I need a cigar that yeah I love the big clouds of smoke. And you know what I mean, and, and they're like, I like a, a nice, thick, creamy smoke. And what you're getting now from the cigar, you get that nice big cloud of smoke. Um, so now you can keep it in your back pocket and keep it in your notepad. And, you know, you can always reference a cigar if that one person that you see or you encounter uh, that comes in and asks for a cigar like this, you can always reference this cigar. Very true. Very true, my little Padawan. Thank you, brother. Uh-huh. Thank brother Nick. He's the guy who caught who taught you. Thank you, Nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Uncle Nasty. That uh, was great. That was great. Um, so, you know, we've kind of done a soft um, launch with with this show. We've been trying to um, share it with a few people, work out the kinks, get some feedback, and and uh, I was very very grateful that the people who listen to this. Um, listen to the the whole thing, and they uh, we've gotten some great feedback from a number of different people about right. the show. Yeah. And I'm happy to say that the content everybody loved. Excellent, right? Excellent. And people liked the the banter. They liked the the flow of the show, the different segment mm-hmm. ideas, mm-hmm. and even the cigar guys that I sent this to. Um, uh, we're still hanging on once we switched over to the pipe and vice versa. That's you know, nice. People, people waited to get to the pipe. It was pipes. a long show. Yeah. It, that was a long show. It's not going to be that long. Uh, this episode will not be that long. We're, we're shooting for about an hour. Yeah, absolutely. A little bit more, a little bit less. We're the only thing going on, so we can, you know, if we want to go over uh, 60 minutes, we could do that. There's nothing keeping us from doing that. But... Uh, you know, you don't want the show to go on forever either. But you know, so much of that show, our first episode was talking about who we were and what we were about and how the show was going to work. And we don't have to do that this time, of course. Right. But one of the one of the big um, uh, things that people seem to really either like it or hate it <laughs> about the pilot episode was the background the music. music. And, you know, the, the program we were using to uh, do the segment allowed you to, to add music at the beginning and at the end of the segment. And it kind of plays it in the background the whole time. And I, I, I have to be honest. I can't decide whether I like it or hate it. I listen to the show, I've listened to the, the first show several times all the way through and then parts of it you know, maybe half a dozen times. And there are times when I'm like, you know, it's kind of nice. It's kind of kind of nice to have this beat in the background. Yeah. It's real gentle. It wasn't, wasn't ever, you know, overbearing or anything. And, you know, when there was dead space, there was something going on, and that kind of made it a little bit easier to sit while we were... Clicking puffing, lighters. Clicking lighters, <laughs> puffing on cigars or pipes or whatever. And then there were other times where I was like, you know, it really is kind of distracting. I, I, I can't make up my mind. I go back and forth about it. Nick, Nick, what was your uh, opinion on that? I I enjoyed it. 
you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I do. I do enjoy the background music because, it, like you said, in the times where we have dead space or we're trying to light the pipe or we're trying to, you know, do a relight on the cigar or there's just dead space like that. <laughs> I had to do an example. So when you get dead space, it's nice to hear that. So yeah. your brain, whoever is listening, especially when I listen to podcasts, if there is a dead space and you get the dead air, your brain can kind of go somewhere else and you can kind of lose track of, you know, what that person's talking about. And with that music that's in the background, kind of keeps you attached to the podcast and keeps you kind of paying attention a little bit to, you know, what's going to be coming next and what they're going to be saying and, and keeps you interested. So I, I like it. I would, you know, like to keep it if possible. Now, uh, talking to Pablo Maduro, who, uh, you know, I knew he wasn't going to be able to make it tonight uh, for our recording. And he was of two minds about it, too. When he first listened to the show, he really did not like the background music. He thought it was distracting. His girlfriend, however, had the opposite opinion. Really? She really liked it. Nice. And thought the exact opposite, that it kept her engaged. Yeah. And uh, say what you want about Pablo. His opinion then started to change to, well, maybe the music ain't that bad. Well, Pablo, we see what's going on. We see what's going on with He's you. He's being influenced. Yes, we know who wears the pants in your family, Pablo. All right. Or skirt. Or skirt. Or who wears the skirt. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so, uh, Dave, the noob, what did you think of the uh, music in the background? Did you have any opinion one way or another? Well, you got, you got to... Well, you since like, I edited it, <laughs> I, I was not expecting the, the audio to just, you know, run through the whole background. And so I thought it was different. I'm also, I, you know, ADHD, so I hyper-focus when I'm actually paying attention to something. And um, I really didn't didn't hear it when people were talking or whatnot. And then, you know, like with the dead space, you know, it, was, it wasn't dead space anymore. So it was kind of like, okay, problem solved. Less editing for me to do because, you know, there's something going on there. But um, I don't know. I think we're just going to have to, like, uh, make a decision on it and, I don't know, roll some dice or something. Yeah, well, we're trying something different this episode. We're, we intentionally did things so that that music was not in the background. Yeah. So we're going to see how this works. And, you know, this is, this is a brand-new podcast. You know, we're working with the things that we got. Things are going to be moving moving up. We're going to get equipment that makes us sound better and, and all that stuff. But um, there's just so much awesome here. We can't wait for that. We just need to get going. Yes. You know what I mean? So we're, we are, you know, you you got to make your first step. And... Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's very humble beginnings right now. We admit that. We understand that. But uh, just like any baby, this baby's going to learn to crawl and then walk and then run and then win big races. Mm -hmm. Yep. yep. I was going to go with uh, ride his BMX bike into a ramp and then crash and then learn from there mm -hmm. what not to do or what to do. We can do that too. Yeah. That's we, fun. Can, we can definitely do that. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. So let's get back to the uh, cigar here. What are you guys? What are you guys picking up now? We're about an inch or so into it. Um, I'm getting a lot of earthy sweetness. Mm -hmm. um, 
the aftertaste is very pleasant. The smoke is there's a lot of smoke. It's awesome. Yeah, the, uh, the room the ash is beautiful. <laughs> uh, it's a really nice clean burn. Mm. Um, yeah, your cigar is burning fantastic. Oh, yeah. I, love I love the bright white ash on these cigars. It's, it's incredible. And you know, Nick, um, draw tests every single cigar. Yeah, yep. every cigar out of his factory, and it's, so you always know you're going to get a very good draw yeah. with this. And stuff. that's that's by hand too. It's not right. like just some machine. Someone puts a single cigar into the machine, draws the draw test, and then uh, re um, puts it back into the uh, the press. So I mean, it is like literally like. There's no mistaking of yeah. whether the Nick Perdomo cigars, in my opinion, and I've loved Nick Perdomo cigars. I started smoking them probably right after I had my first cigar, and I got into them. I started doing the Habanos and the Habano Maduros mm -hmm. and the Connecticut's, mm -hmm. and those are icons in the cigar industry. Those are those yeah. are staples, in my opinion, and they're really good cigars. And every cigar that you go through, I went through the Champagnes, I went through the Twentieths. I went through, you know, all of the 12-year vintage. I went through his estates, and they all are so consistent. And it's it, it's really, really tough in cigar, you know what I mean? It's really tough in the cigar world to really get consistency every single time with all the cigars. And the amount of cigars that the Perdomo factory pushes out is astonishing. I don't know the exact numbers, and I'm sure, you know, when we... We see him uh, when we see him on uh, next Thursday at the event. We'll we'll tell him or we'll ask him. That's a great. Well, question. I know in one you shed know. that they have, they have over one point two million leaves, and wow. you know that's just for that particular field that surrounds it. Yeah, you know it, it's it, it blew my mind the numbers. That the the stuff that that Roy Roy the 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 New England rep Roy Kirby Roy yeah, Kirby he was, he was, he was for the the stuff. That he was telling me about the Perdomo factory and the production and, you know, how they control everything from seed to, to cigar that you see in the shop um, anywhere in the United States yeah. it is astonishing. He controls every aspect, the irrigation system, the, the engineering that goes into the irrigation system, um, everything, the, the, the fermentation rooms, the drying rooms, everything. He controls everything. And not, not that I'm saying he's a control freak or anything, but no, he but takes pride in his cigars. It's important to do that because, it, you know, he, the quality control that he has over the production of his cigars is, is really second to none. And the fact is, you know, a lot of us will, you know, I go to, to cigar shops all over the place, all over New England. If I travel out of New England, I'm, I'm looking for places. And, you know, a lot of times shops have stuff that you don't know right and you've seen stuff that it, maybe their selection's not that great or yeah. maybe it is great and you just don't know anything is there you don't know what else to to get because yeah. you know you're going to get a cigar that draws you're going to get a cigar that tastes right yeah and it's going to burn right it's yeah. just it's a sure thing it's it, it's always been my go-to and everybody anybody that comes into the shop when i'm working anybody that comes into the shop and asks me um, other than a 724, of course. Um, <laughs> oh, of course. Of course. Of course. Um, oh, and, you yeah. know, other than, other than Nothing that, is better than a 724. Any, you know what I mean? That's always, 
uh, for me, it's always a go-to. You know, somebody that's always, you know, you know, and, and the, the thing with the collection that we have is we have something for everybody. Mm -hmm. and, the, and that's the great thing about, you know, the portfolio that, that Perdomo provides shops like us or shops anywhere in the United States is the portfolio. that You can get somebody into something that, you know, if they really want something light, you have the Champagnes or the mm -hmm. Habano Connecticut's. Yes. If you want something light but still complex, I would definitely, you know, you know, try them on a 12-year vintage Connecticut because that's got some really nice complexity there. Something that they want to pair with a bourbon or a whiskey, they're going to go upstairs and have something. Um, we we have that. Uh, you know, a good amount of their cigars that they're producing is bourbon barrel-aged tobacco. Yeah. And it's just, it's fantastic smoke. It goes with everything. It You know, and it, like Danny said, the consistency of the cigars is, is unbelievable. Right. Um... You know, one of one of my favorite things that Perdomo, Perdomo makes incredible Connecticut cigars. They do. And whether you're talking about the Habano bourbon barrel aged Connecticut, the Champagne, or the 20th anniversary Connecticut, yeah. 12 year double aged Connecticut, yeah. he does Connecticut fantastic. It, yeah. It's it's he, he you know there's this misnomer out there that Connecticut wrapped cigars are really mild and bland yeah. and kind of one-dimensional and he proves that is not true that's correct and it's it's uh, i love i love his stuff it's it's he's one of the few manufacturers who makes a a, a, a connecticut cigar that's very very interesting it is it and i remember a few years ago when he switched the blends uh, from the old Habano Connecticut's to the new Habano Connecticut's with the bourbon barrel aged, mm -hmm. what, f how much flavor that bumped up, versus not that I you know I'm disliking the old blends because those old blends are, you still get good. one of those cigars those those are still really good cigars still good, um, but that when they changed it over I was so, mm. uh, you know taken back and I was like oh my god like this is unbelievable the more body you get more of the spice you get more of that whiskey bourbon bite right at the end whiskey bourbon bite oh yeah and it's it's a it's a fantastic a, a fantastic technique that he he incorporated into the cigars and everything it's 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 really really nice so nick is coming here he is to the london dairy location of twin smoke shop we have another store in hooksick uh new hampshire both fantastic stores, but Nick is going to be here at the London Dairy location on Thursday, uh, August twenty ninth. The twenty ninth. Yep. Um, so excited. From four to nine, right? Yep. He's going to be so Nick Perdomo is going to be here. Roy, uh, Roy Kirby is also going to be here. Sorry, Roy, I'm butchering your name. Uh, it's going to be August 29th, uh, Thursday, Thursday night. It's going to start at four. He's going to be here until about nine. But I'm pretty sure he's going to be hanging up at the bar with Kurt and Sean and. Mixing it up with uh, the customers, and that, that's the thing that I love about Nick Perdomo, is he loves to, to talk to the customers. He is a he is a guy that will sit down. I remember a, a couple years ago, I was at an event in Plastel Cigar Company, and I sat with him and his wife, and we talked about everything. Yeah. This guy loves customers. He loves feedback. Yeah. He's just a, 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 a guy that is, his brain is... He wants to hear from you. He wants to hear from the customers. He wants to know what you like about the cigar. What do you don't like about the cigar? Um, everything. Yeah, and you know what else? You know, he, he likes just talking to you. 
Yeah. And, you know, like when I sat with him last, I was I was with him last fall, uh, and his wife um, Janine. Yep. And uh, you know, one, we got to talking about my my kids and my daughter Anna, and my daughter Anna has she's high on the autistic scale. She's dealt with depression, anxiety. She's been in the hospital a number of times. She's struggled with cutting and 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 uh, suicidal ideation and all that stuff. And it's, it, was, it was some pretty heavy stuff. And some of that, I think, was going on when I was talking to them. And they were really interested in that and, and were asking me questions and wanting, wanting to know, you know, how she was doing and everything. And it was, it was really great. They, you know, they, they were obviously, you know, there, uh, you know, for, for the cigars. And, and in this case, you know, he was there for an interview that he was doing with me on another podcast. But um, it was just great that, that they sat down and wanted to know you. They, yeah, you know, they're very personable. They're very yeah. personable people. And so if you are anywhere in the area, um, come by and see Nick. His cigars aren't going to disappoint. Get some of his cigars. And here's a chance for you not only to just kind of get a cigar and pal with them here, but then go up to the bar and, and hang out with yeah. him after it's over. It's, it's going to be a fantastic time. Yeah. And the one thing, and I'll, I'll ask him to elaborate, uh, when we see him on Thursday and when we, we, you know, we sit down and talk to him and we can try to catch an interview with him uh, to get on to the next show, um, that about the consumer tax. See, mm. the thing that I asked him about this a long time ago and he gave me an answer and hopefully we'll be able to get... Uh, we'll get an answer again uh, for our next show, is the consumer tax. As far as I know, mm-hmm. he is the only manufacturer that absorbs the consumer yeah. tax. The whole, the whole, yeah. The That's whole exactly. thing. That is true. And he's like, I always call him the Robin Hood of the cigar industry because he doesn't allow that tax to fall back on, you know, everyday smokers like us and right. everybody else that, you know, that enjoys his products. I think that's just a, a big, big thing, and it holds it holds really close to my heart as a cigar smoker because that's somebody that's in the industry. You know what I mean? He doesn't have to. He no. has. He doesn't have to be like, okay, well, you know, I'm going to absorb that tax for every, you know, for every leaf that I make. You right. know what I mean? He doesn't have to do that, and he wants to do that, and that to me holds really, really, really close to me. And it's like, okay, well, this guy's really thinking about me. Like you said, he makes it personal. Well, and, it, and, and you know something else, it was a brilliant business move on his part, because while lots of other cigars were going up 25, 50 cents a stick, yeah. his were staying the same price, yeah. because he was absorbing the tax. So they ended up being less expensive than the other cigars, and as cigars have become more expensive, so you know, there's, there's a lot of money conscious cigar smokers out there, they would go for the Perdomo, you know, and, and then realize it was a great stick. Great yeah. stick for the money, and they get hooked. Yeah, it's not it's not hard to get hooked on these cigars. Mm-hmm. No, it's the not quality. The tobacco, the the care that goes into these cigars is is phenomenal. So the other big thing that's coming up at, at Twins is the big twenty second annual blues barbecue. Yes, the twenty second annual blues barbecue here at Twins Smoke Shop. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be yes, it's gonna be Saturday. Yeah. Saturday, September 14th, uh, for the, the ladies and gentlemen that have bought the VIP tickets, they have 
an entry at 11 o'clock. They get some uh, some cigars. You get uh, you get food. You get the hammer and sickle uh, Bloody Mary bar. Bloody Mary bar. You get Cash the brunch. Bar. Yep. Um, and then for the other uh, ladies and gentlemen that have bought the regular admission ticket, you get entry at 12, and the, the whole event is going to be 12 to 6 o'clock. Um, but we're going to be staying open because it's Saturday, so the bar is going to be still open. So you can still come and hang out and have some drinks and cigars upstairs at our bar and our beautiful deck. Um, also, we have the spouse ticket that's still oh, on Beautiful sale. big deck. Beautiful big deck. Um, and we still have the, the spouse tickets on sale as well. Uh, right. If you are a VIP holder and you buy a spouse ticket, you can still have you and your wife or your mistress or anybody um, still come in uh, with with you at 11 o'clock. Mm -hmm. uh, we do have some uh, a nice little menu in front of me. I'm going to do a little read-off. Yeah, read, read what's read on the menu. The, the menu I was looking at the other day was making me hungry just reading it. I'm going to have to... Uh, Slide by somewhere so I can get some of these. Uh, so for entrees, you're gonna have beef brisket, which is my favorite. Mm. Uh, smoked chicken, pulled pork sliders. That's all mine. Oh yeah. Oh, you'll see it. It's amazing. Uh, you got some Angus burgers. You got some uh, natural casing hot dogs. You got some bourbon marinated steak tips, which those are amazing. Oh. Mouth watering goodness. Uh, you got some pork ribs, pork belly, and burnt ends. And for your barbecue sides. Barbecue baked beans, coleslaw, of course, cornbread, garden salad, hot links, and, of course, mac and cheese. Awesome. And all that, of course, with the 150 different kinds of bourbon and scotches that are upstairs. Not to oh. mention all the beers that are on tap. Oh, yeah. What There must be... 20 different kinds of uh, tequila upstairs. Yeah, like that. we have over, we have over, with everything, we have over 150 different grain alcohols upstairs between single malts, bourbons, whiskeys, peated scotches, tequilas, rums, vodkas, you know what I mean? And that's just, that's just that. And then they, you know, the bartenders, you know, they go in and make specific cocktails for that day and everything, and that's all going to be on sale. Mm -hmm. Um or not on sale, but for you to buy while you're here as well. So it's just, it's an awesome day. If you guys are thinking about it, don't even think about it. Come down. Get a ticket. Get a ticket. Buy yourself a ticket and get here. It's not an event that you should be missing. Do it now. Do it yes. now. The tickets are running out. The uh, VIP tickets are $160. Correct. That comes with uh, 20 cigars. Mm -hmm. and, um, and then the uh, regular tickets are... 135 135 and uh, that comes with a big bag of cigars as well it's going to be a fantastic time there's going to be reps uh, for all of the cigar shops uh, for cigar shops cigar manufacturers that are supporting the event it's it's going to be a huge day of fun i yeah. can't wait it's our it's our biggest event of the year and Last year, we had an unbelievable turnout. We had a few surprise celebrity guests that showed up. Not going to name any names, but um, that one person decided they wanted to, to roll up in his uh, Lamborghini and uh, <laughs> surprise everybody, and everybody had a good time. Everybody got to look at it and everything, and he mixed with the crowd. So we'll, have, we'll be having some, um, more than likely, some uh, celebrities, surprise guests as well so awesome. it's it's a really great time um if you're thinking about it don't even think about it just come in buy a ticket sweet it's worth it so what's our final verdict on the uh perdomo 20th anniversary maduro oh, epicure man. 
Two thumbs up for me. I I I love I love Perdomos. Like I said, I've been smoking Perdomos for a very long time, and they've always been one hundred percent consistent, and the flavor is always there. In it, you know some cigars you can go to, and you know sometimes the cigar is a little has a little bit too much bite, or it, it doesn't have a little bit too much bite, or spice, or something's lacking. With Perdomo cigars, I've never had that issue. It's always been okay. Well. I'm going to get some sweetness, some dark chocolate, some coffee, some spice. Um, and it's like that every cigar that I've had. Yep. Every cigar. Yes. Dave, what do you think? I, I love it. it. To me, it's like, um, well, it's very smooth. Um, there's there's a lot of complexity in the flavor. Um, I, it's just, it's such a smooth smoke. That's what makes me like it. it mm. It's not, it's just perfect. It really is beautiful. Awesome. It's definitely a, a two thumbs up for me. It's it's this cigar has been a favorite of mine for a long time, and you know again kind of bringing everything together we've talked about. What makes the cigar even more pleasant is that you love the guy who makes the cigar. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it is. You want to like the cigar. I think that's one of the things guy. that is uh, for me being new to the industry is like you come in here, you hear all these names. Uh, so many names, and, <laughs> you're, you're, and then you realize that you're going to meet these people, and I'm still like flabbergasted about it. You know, it's like uh, being able to meet Nick Perdomo. It's like, uh, you know, he doesn't have to do that. He doesn't have to come here. He doesn't have to talk to anybody. This guy could be in any part of the world that he wants to be, whenever, and 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 just live on the beach, and and that's it. But he's coming out supporting his brand. Um, supporting um, uh, his cigars and everything and just uh, the fact that he's taking the time and he's personable and he uh, is is just mind-blowing to me that's awesome it's such a such a great industry that's awesome all right we are going to move on it's that special time of the show where we have our mid-show palate cleansing courtesy of the 724 lounge all right so we have Kendra here with us now from the uh, 724 Lounge. What cocktail have you worked up for us tonight? So tonight I made you a Cabrera. So this is a cocktail that has been on our menu since we opened in this location. It's very popular. It has uh, rum, mm. Grand Marnier, chocolate bitters, and an orange peel. So. What else? What's better than chocolate and orange, right? No, and there's a big ball of ice in yeah. it, Yeah. <laughs> Fancy stuff right here. Only the best. All right, let's Give see how try. it is. Oh, wow, that's awesome. Yeah? The sweetness and the rum, the... Oh, it, it just really goes great with that cigar we had. Yeah, he's a big fan of the rum. Yeah, I'm a big fan of rum. And you put Grand Marnier in there, too? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. With the orange zest on there, it's spectacular. Spectacular. Very, good. very good. Yeah. The so, sweetness, you get a little chocolate in the aftertaste. Mm -hmm. And it's it's perfectly balanced. It's really, really nice. What do you think, noob? I didn't notice until after he just said it what the chocolate <laughs> at the aftertaste, but I'm hitting that now. That's nice. Very good. Really smooth. All right, you ready to get into the pipe? Let's do it. All right, everybody, we are now ready to light up 
our pipes. And what we're doing tonight is Seattle Pipe Club's Wild Man. And this is a new uh, offering from Seattle Pipe Club. It just came out. It was uh, announced uh, at the um, IPCPR this past summer, now called the PCA, not to be confused with the Presbyterian Church of America, or but that is another... Or, or your nurse's certification. Or your nurse's certification. Um, this is a, a blend, again, by uh, Joe Langford, and uh, it's made uh, for them by uh, Sutliff Tobacco, and it is a blend of uh, Cyprian Latakia, Orientals, and Virginias. It is a crumble cake kind of cut, and for those of you who don't know, uh, they are about, what, two sixteenths of an inch mm -hmm. thick, and you know, maybe an inch and a half wide and two inches long. These just They're cakes. Like strips. Strips of... Thick strips. You think, could also say an eighth. Think, think like thick thick strips of bacon. And um, mm, you bacon. crumble it up. It falls apart very easily and uh, packs your pipe well. And the, the tin note on this stuff is uh, amazing. It's like so smoky. It's very smoky. It's... Um, You've got that nice. uh, this light yeah, vinegar smell to to it, yeah, and uh, almost like a, mm. a tomato or ketchup. You can smell a little bit of fruit, some earth in there, oh, and um, very very nice. Um, Smoking it, those Virginias are popping. Yeah, yeah. So sure. the, and we're lighting. We've lit our pipes. And uh, Nick, what are you picking up? Earthy. You get the spice. Right out the gate, you get that at the tip of your palate. Then in the back, you get a little bit more bitter sourness. Mm -hmm. a little, maybe a little fruity raisin figness in there with the bitter. Mm. You definitely get, you know, the smoky is kind of like a, a lingering essence that's that blends everything together a little bit. Um, and it's, it kind of, it doesn't really um, uh, completely you know, soak your palate. It's, it is subtle considering it feels like a medium plus on the body and it, it's very pleasant, very nice. It, it's, I'm it's very pleasant. enjoying this very much. You know, what's interesting is that on my, on my palate, I'm getting, it's very, there's a real deep fruity kind of sweetness yeah. to it. And, um, That's joy. But if you retrohale it, there's a very, citrusy, mm. tangy, sour, spicy kind of smell. Yeah. And it's very, very different. It's it's a completely different sensation than what you're getting on your tongue. Mm -hmm. And that I, that's just amazing. This is very rich. It's very smooth. Uh, it's got a good amount of spice, but not not annoyingly so. Very earthy. Yeah. Um, and you've got that real smoky kind of peatiness that comes from the Latakia. You know, it kind of it, it makes me laugh because on the on the picture of the tin, mm -hmm. there's a Sasquatch on there mm -hmm. in the woods, mm -hmm. and it makes me feel smoking. You smoking this makes me feel really like you're in the rural area of New Hampshire. You're in the woods. You're taking a long walk on a trail. Mm -hmm. 
and this is I feel this is a smoke that you kind of want to break out put in your pipe and enjoy mm. you know a nice you know trail walk in the woods in New Hampshire mm. very very nice Harry Henderson would be very proud he would be <laughs> let me uh, read you the description from the uh, tin here uh, Pacific Northwest legend tells of ancient giants roaming our misty mountain forests. Many have sought the wild man, but the mystery remains. Our mysterious and delectable English tobacco can be found right inside this tin. Joe Langford created his all-day smoke from four complex leaf ingredients pressed together in a cake. Flavors are married and finally sliced. Enjoy a delicious bowl of wild man, but remember, he's out there somewhere. <laughs> That's beautiful. Uh, wow. This is extremely pleasant. It's, yeah. This it's, is a this is a this is a, a a gritty, earthy, smoky, sweet little spice in there. Mm -hmm. It's something that you would definitely you know, other than enjoying on a regular day basis, or maybe a, this is kind of, a, I see it as kind of almost an end of the night smoke or an mm -hmm. evening smoke. Um, but definitely, uh, definitely in, in a woodsy, it feel right at home being outside in the woods, walking your dog, and just breaking this out would be unbelievably perfect. Now, Dan, is this one of these rare finds that we got here? No. No, um, although I will say this, it was, like I said, announced at the, the big trade show uh, this past summer, but it has only just become available widely for um, shops to, to purchase. As a matter of fact, there's a, this is uh, all of the um, Seattle Pipe Club uh, blends are um, available um, through um, Meyer and Dutch. Uh, distributors mm -hmm. in Bethlehem, and that's the only place you can get it. Yeah, that's the only distributor of it for the United States, and they still do not have this on their main webpage for Seattle Pipe Club. We have to dig through their uh, uh, selections to find it. It's we not got right it. there. So um, I've been waiting for this to become available. I was told. Um, Three weeks ago, when I called them, that it would be about this time, you know, the back end of August, when stores would be able to order it, and I'm uh, very glad that it's finally available. It's um, uh, great to have. Yeah, it's I've going on my shelf. I've had customers asking for it. Really? And um, yeah, I've had I've had people asking for it for weeks, and uh, I know people are already on their way to the shop tomorrow to pick up a tin. Um, it's some very good stuff. Um, English blends, uh, you know, we read that in the tin. It says that this is an English blend. Uh, English blends, uh, at least in today's lingo, basically means a, mm -hmm. a blend that has Latakia in it. Um, how accurate that is for really determining what an English blend is historically, um, uh, I don't know. That's maybe a subject for another day, but um, this is a really, if you like that kind of campfire, you know, yeah. smell and experience and, and that little bit of kind of vinegary um, yeah. 
uh, taste, then a blend like this is really probably right up your alley. And let me tell you, Joe does a great job at really pumping up the sweetness mm. in his Latakia blends. Usually that's in other English blends that, that I've tried and that I love, like uh, GLP's Quiet Nights, for instance. Yeah. It is a much more noticeable sweet and sour aspect to it that, yeah. and I really, really like it. It's fantastic. He makes the Seattle Pipe Club uh, tobacco is is very uh, I've never had really anything that's uh, like a light aromatic or anything like that like no. you would get at a, any, maybe some something else um, like maybe some DLP would you know a little on the Haddles delight would mm -hmm. be uh, I, I it's definitely not aromatic but on the lighter side mm -hmm. most of the stuff that I've had from uh, Seattle Pipe Club is in that medium to full body range. Mm -hmm. One of my one of my favorites from Seattle Pipe Club is the Plum Pudding. Oh, that Plum Pudding is is a really really good. You get the 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 fig, you get the spice, and that one is not as gritty and as heavy as this one is. Mm -hmm. And that one is is one of my go tos. But this one, this just might be take the cake over the Seattle Pipe. Uh, the the plum over pudding. the plum pudding. Over you, the plum you like pudding. this just as much as plum it, pudding. Yes, it, this is a fantastic smoke. It's right up my alley. I love something that's gritty and medium, full body, and mm -hmm. kind of in your face. But this one is is really subtle, and it kind of brings the flavors right together on your palate. It's really, really nice. It's very well balanced. Absolutely, very well balanced. There's a lot of nuance in this, and um, uh, the aroma to me is fantastic. Oh, I yeah. definitely consider this an all-day smoke. It is just very wonderful. I think that treat. was one of his ideas with this, is that plum pudding and plum pudding special reserve are not really, he considers anyway, all-day smokes. They're just so rich mm. that after a bowl or two of those, you really couldn't have any more. But this, right. is, this is something where you've got that, you've got that, uh, those kind of flavors and those aromas and that kind of that so those same kind of themes there, that deep rich earthiness, that sweet fruit, yeah, that little bit of citrus sour that that comes through, um, but in a in a mix that is much more of an all day thing. Yeah, and it's it's perfect with the pairing that, with the Cabrera with the Cabrera, the sweetness. That you're getting it's not a major offset you know even though a lot of times when you you're trying to pair rum with maybe a full body smoke mm -hmm. it, it'll offset the smoke wow this stuff is fantastic mm -hmm. and like you were just saying it goes fantastically with this cabrera that uh kendra made for us and um interestingly orlando cabrera um is a regular here at the twin smoke shop he is. He, he was, uh, showed some interest yeah. uh, earlier today, and we'd be more than happy to have him on the show. And um, it was the wasn't it the twenty fourteen World Series team that he was on? Uh, I believe so. 20, not the twenty fourteen. No, it was er, it was early. It was the first uh, the first and second World Series of the Red Sox, um, which I believe was in. 2004, 2005. Oh, that one. Those ones, yeah, the earlier ones. Okay. Um, I think it was, he was on the first and first and second 
uh, World Series Red Sox. That's that awesome. Oh, absolutely. But Orlando's a great guy, and um, uh, obviously he has a great drink, too. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so, but uh, fantastic. So, I, I don't, you know, we've talked a little bit about the, the IPCPR, a.k.a. the PCA. Um, one of the things that uh, had come out uh, over the summer was uh, this idea that they kind of sprung there um, about having next year a cigar con where customers could come to the first day of the uh, convention and kind of like <coughs> our anniversary party, get a bunch, you paid for a ticket, get a bunch of cigars and be able to tour the place and go visit all the booths, meet people, see what was new, see what was coming out. And uh, retailers, in large part, hated the idea. Mm -hmm. And the guys at the PCA thought that pitching it there with everybody there would kind of, it would go over easier being done face to face. It had the opposite effect. And they just really did not like it. And as of right now, the PCA has announced that they are not going to do that next year. So they changed it. They've changed things. We'll now they're better. now they're not saying never. Now they're saying the you know based on the responses that they've gotten and the concerns that were brought up, uh, it's going to take them longer to put this idea together than they had thought. So now they're aiming to try and introduce this cigar con in 2021. But there will not be one next year. And, uh, um, you know, one of the big problems with the idea, according to the retailers, who are the people behind the convention, the trade show in the first place? The whole idea was for brick and mortar stores to come together and have a place for the for the manufacturers to come and meet them so that they could do business together. And this cigar con would happen on the first day of the show, the busiest day of the show. And the way it was set up was no business, i.e. no selling of manufacturer to retail store could happen during the cigar con. And so they were like, we're, we're losing a whole day of doing business yeah, by having this together. That's an, and, that's important for all the you know for all the retailers <coughs> to get out there and see everybody that they you know that they <coughs> buy cigars from. Right. So this was something to you know they got a, you know the PCA is saying they're listening to people and they're trying to they you know come up with ideas for them to make money. You know, a lot of this FDA stuff coming through, it costs lots of money to, to fight in court, to have lobbying going on in Washington. And the, the idea, you know, that, you know, let's, let's do a cigar con, we'll make a lot of extra money that way that we can then use for that. That's, I, I understand that thinking. Right. Um, that said, it does seem to... It, to me, in my opinion, to kind of defeat 
the whole purpose of the convention in the first place. Right. All right. What's what's our final verdict on this uh, wild man? Noob. I, speak. I'm, <laughs> I'm 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 buying it. That's my final verdict. It just, <laughs> it's uh, it, it 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 just needs to be smoked. Mm. Is the the fruity aftertones, the citrus, the you know the um, uh, the spice, the earthiness. It's just an, it's it's absolutely amazing. I've guys, never tasted anything of, like that. Do you guys get a little bit of a pine note yeah, in there too? A little bit of pine. Mm. I get a little like right at the very like it sneaks right in there. It's a little bit. It's right between the smokiness and the grittiness, and it's mm. like ooh, maybe pine. that's that. Maybe that's a this, little this oh. citrus. A little bit, yeah. And it's like a little hint of of pine in there real quick. Like you're smelling fresh pine. Like you're walking through the woods and you just like get that quick. I can see where you're getting that. It's just super subtle, super quick, and it is a must-buy for me. So if if you're in the area of Twin Smoke Shop, we have it. Come in and buy the stuff because it's not going to last for long. Because we're buying it first. I got plenty of tins. There's plenty for people to get. Um, this is, you know, again, this is the, we did the, the opening of the tin right here on the show. None of us had ever even smelled this stuff before. It just came into the shop today. And um, this is a fantastic English blend. And uh, Seattle Pipe Club continues to produce really great, great quality stuff. I'm glad it's in the store, and if you are a pipe smoker and you like English blends, this is definitely something you should try, especially Absolutely. if you're a plum pudding fan. Um, this is going to be something that you're going to enjoy very much. You have been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke, the only podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twin Smoke Shop, New England's premier cigar bar, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. We'll see you next week. <music>